This program is a part of the Full Press Radio Network. Find this and all of Full Press Coverage's shows on fullpressradio.com or free on the Full Press Coverage app, available now on the Apple and Google Play stores. This is Jim Irsay of the Indianapolis Colts with Ira and Clark, and you are listening to the ITAS for two. installment of this week's I Test for Two podcast, we referred to it as unique. And it was. It was our first one this year following a Tampa Bay Bucks loss. Well, in keeping with that theme, we are again going in a different direction today. Normally, it's Ira Kaufman and I who co-host this podcast. But Ira is at one Bucks place chasing down, who would have guessed, Tom Brady. So... Our Hall of Fame producer, Ian Glendon, is pinch hit to step in and take his place. Ian, Ira ditched us for Tom Brady. And given what's going on this week, I'll be honest, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I, I would have done the same thing. Full disclosure. I'll, I'll be honest about it. I don't want to throw uh, Ira Kaufman too far under the bus because I, if I had the same opportunity, I would have done the same exact thing. Well, I was going to ask you, you're in St. Petersburg, you're not that far from one bus place what are you doing here today <laughs> well you know I, I i was thinking about getting in but you know i i figured i didn't want to blow up iris spot i know he's working really hard to get in with tom and uh, i figured eventually through him we'll have tom on the show so no pressure to ira well uh, no shock here it's the most anticipated game of the season i'm talking about tampa bay in new england and for good reason People want to know what it's like for Tom Brady to return to New England versus his ex-teammates and his ex-coach and fans who adored him, including Ian Glendon. But Ian's down in Tampa now, not in Foxborough. Well, guess what? We've got somebody here who can give us an idea, and that's Hall of Fame finalist and former Colts wide receiver Reggie Wayne, who appears courtesy of DraftKings, which is now offering wild cards. And Ian, I know you're saying, what, what, what is wild cards? Well, you know what? Before we get to Reggie, let me tell you. It's a new game mechanic where customers who enter a daily fantasy sports contest can place a sports wager or receive a digital card featuring a player challenge or an instant prize. And you know what? Wild cards is offering $50 million in instant prizes, including a trip to the Super Bowl. So I think that sounds like a pretty good idea, don't you? Hey, if, if, if you got some good luck going around, maybe maybe you throw your hat in the race and uh, see what happens. I wouldn't mind a trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe you want to sign off here and sign up for DraftKings while we're talking to Reggie. Anyway, we're going to get to Reggie right now. Reggie, first of all, thanks for joining us. Now, I know what people at home are thinking. What's Reggie Wayne got to do with Tom Brady going back to Foxborough? Well, to be honest with you, plenty. 
because Reggie Wayne once was Peyton Manning's star receiver in Indianapolis. But then Manning left, only to return in 2013 in an emotional game, actually October 20th of that year, that Reggie remembers. Because honestly, Reggie remembered for a couple of reasons. First of all, Manning came back and Reggie tore his ACL and I think meniscus in that game, ending at 189 consecutive games straight. Anyway, the bottom line is the Colts won 39-33. But Reggie, as you remember, they played a long tribute to Peyton Manning prior to kickoff that drew a prolonged standing ovation and made Peyton emotional. Since you're aligned with DraftKings these days, what do you think the odds are that Tom Brady gets the same treatment and gets emotional on Sunday? I would definitely take the over on that. I mean, look <laughs> what Tom Brady has done, you know, for you know, that organization. And uh, he's, he's displayed some, some MVP status more than once. So I, I think that uh, everybody will be excited to, to see him and have him back especially when they look at their record right now and it's not where they want it to be and how it used to be, you know. So I think they will welcome them with open arms, but at the same time, I think they will want to get the victory as well. Reggie, as somebody who was as close to Peyton as you were, what was it like for you and your teammates to see him there in another uniform? And prior to that game, how much had there been talk about, let's not get distracted by Peyton Manning. We had a game, we've got a game here to win. Well, you know... <laughs> You, you can try your best to try to keep out the distractions, but it's going to be tough. I mean, Peyton Manning, I remember like it was yesterday. I remember when he was coming back and believe it or not, a lot of the players that played with him, we had that game circle. We was looking forward to having him back. Now, you know, <laughs> he's a brother of ours, you know, and that's never forgotten, you know, but, um, but we wanted to win. We wanted to win and we wanted to win and, 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 you know, in great fashion, as I would say. Um, you know, we know there was a lot on it. We know he wanted to win. You know, so even though you, you know you you know you spend so many years with him and and you know blood, sweat, and tears, and do all that stuff, but at the same time, the goal never changes. You know, you still want to go out there and you still want to compete. You still want to win. You still want to have victory Mondays and everything else, all the other incentives that come with it. You know, so uh, I I expect it to be no different when time goes to you know into Foxborough. You know, they they have all their pleasantries, you know, at pregame, laugh and talk and, you know, things like that. But when kickoff starts, man, you know, just like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady will be the enemy and you're going to do everything you can to be victorious. Reggie, you um you were one of the very few players that played a majority of his career with Peyton and then were also there for the transition. Um what, what kind of leadership role or what kind of role did you take upon yourself to try to not necessarily replace Peyton Manning's leadership on that offense, but to kind of ease, you know, guys like Andrew Luck into it and kind of help the transition go along a little bit smoother? Well, all thing I can do is be myself, you know, and, and, and that's just, a, you know, I'm going to be vocal regardless. Even when, you know, when Peyton was, was around, I was, you know, I, I was vocal. I may not have been as vocal uh, as, I you know, when he left, but. You know, you you don't sign up to be a leader. You just go out there and you just do your job. But, it, you know, I inherited that. I was lucky enough to have a Pete Manning, to have a, a Jeff Saturday, to have a, you know, a Marvin Harrison, Tariq Glenn. Like, I had some great leadership skills ahead of me. So I, I had a lot of guys I could learn from, you know. But I uh, I just went in and just did my did the stuff I normally do. You know, uh, 
whenever I need, I feel like something going right, then I was stepping in front of the, you know, the team or the offense and uh, say, what well, I, you know, this is not right. You got to fix this. And on the other side of that, I led by example at the same time, you know. So I, I, I it was time I like I needed another paycheck. Yes, you know, but <laughs> no, I was just saying, you know, when Andrew Luck came in. You know, the first thing I told Andrew Luck after I introduced myself, I said, look, come in as Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Don't try to come in and try to be Peyton Manning. Don't try to be anybody else. Come in as Andrew Luck, and we're going to be fine. And that's all we can do. We can't. There, there's no replacing a Peyton Manning. There's no replacing a Tom Brady. Like, you, you can't do that. You know, so all, the best thing you can do is just go in and be yourself and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, you obviously uh, you were fortunate enough to spend your entire career with the Colts. You you spent a very uh, brief time with the Patriots in training camp, and um, I, I know we've all heard the James Harrison story where he came in with the Patriots in his brief time, wanted to hate Tom Brady, you know, wanted to be the enemy, but had this totally different impression on him, of him when he got in the locker room with him. Do you have a different, a similar type of story? And you know, how important, I guess, going back to my first comment, how important to you was it that you ultimately spent your whole career with the Colts? Uh, you know, you know, it was funny, you know, the two games I played in the preseason, you know, uh, I was wearing, you know, number 15 and, and um, you know, Tom Brady was was number 12. So my locker was right next to his on mm-hmm. the, on the, you know, in the locker room on the away games, you know, so. You know, I'm just sitting up there. I'm trying to – I'm still cramming, trying to learn his playbook, make sure I'm ready, you know. And I just see him just sitting up there FaceTiming his kids, you know. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what? Maybe he is a regular guy. Maybe he is all right. You know, because you, you just – it's like you said, it's, you, you get so embedded into those rival games, you don't know what to expect. And you kind of go in there with the, with the angry mug, you know. But when you sit down and you're around – you know, all the other guys, you're like, you know what, this is no different than, you know, anything else. Those guys, you know, they opened their arms up to me. They was happy to have me there. Tom Brady was awesome. You know, Grunk was awesome. You know, so it was it like, I, I can kind of let my guard down a little bit. I guess I guess these guys ain't half bad, you know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting, you know, because I was set in one way for 14 years. And, um, you know, it was, it was an adjustment period, you know, but I also was – in my late 30s, too. So you add that into the equation. You know, you get a 36-year-old guy going back to school. That's <laughs> that's not easy. We're speaking with Reggie Wayne on the I Test for Two podcast. And, Reggie, you know what Peyton Manning was feeling before that game in 2013. What do you think Tom Brady is feeling this week before going to Foxborough? I want to crush him. <laughs> I want to crush him. I, I, want, I, want to, I just want to hang up 100 points on him. No doubt in my mind at all. Like he wants to go and he wants to perform his best. Like he, he literally, I'm telling you, he wants this to be, he wants this game to be the best game of his, you know, 50 year career. However long he's been playing, you know, like no doubt. About, he don't want to leave any stones unturned. No T's crossed. Like he wants to go in and he wants to crush this team without a doubt in my mind that was not a doubt of, and that's what we were when we when Peyton came back we're like man you know Peyton Peyton wants to kill us man like he really wants to I know this guy I know this guy he wants to put up a hundred points on us so that's what we were we were like okay like Robert Mathis the white freak like these guys they wanted to sack Peyton because they know if they didn't get to him 
he was going to do the best that he could to, to score every single drive. And it hurts me because I ended up, like you said earlier, I told my ACL in, in, the, in the beginning of the game, you know, so I'm watching from the locker room. And it's almost like I was at a sports bar. I was screaming and cheering, you know, like, <laughs> like you, you want to win that game. Like, that's one of the games that you know is going to be electrifying. Everybody's going to be into it. Everybody's watching. You you want to perform your best because you know he's going to come in and perform his best. I uh, So full disclosure, I'm coming from the side of growing up in New England and being a Patriots fan. So, you know, our fond memories of that rivalry are probably going to differ a little bit, but since we're talking about Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and you were a big part of, you know, the, those early 2000s games that really had in- yes. implications on, on the Super Bowl, whether it was week one, week eight, or right. the AFC right. championship game, what was your fondest memory, whether it was a, a, a touchdown, just a moment uh, in the game, after the game, from those, I believe it was 16 altogether that they faced each other, uh, Colts and Patriots? Man, I was just glad that they were over. All right, <laughs> I was just glad that they were over, man. Like it was a, you know, just from a player's perspective, like coaches acted different that week. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever it was a New England week, we're like, here we go. You know, all of a sudden, you know, things are going to change just a little bit. You know, coaches coach differently. You know, you know, if if you walked in, normally if you walk in a meeting, you know five seconds late, everything's all right. New England week, you walk in five seconds late, you know, now they're jumping down your neck. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like, hey, man, relax. We're going to be all right. You know what I mean? So it was just so much, you know, from the coaching standpoint because it was – even though we know it was just a game, we all knew it was more than just a game because, like you said, it was going to probably determine if you was going to get home field or not for the mm-hmm. playoffs. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, the, the games were exciting no matter where it was played at. But, man, I was just glad they were over, man. Like, when that game was over, even when we lost, you know, I was just – it was like, man, I could just sit back and drink drink a beer right now. Like, I just, <laughs> I need to, you know, relax. You know what I mean? Because that whole time, you know, everybody was just going to be uptight. Reggie, I know you're on the clock, so I'm going to ask you one last one here. You're here on behalf of DraftKings. Who wins this game, and how well does Tom Brady play? I think um, Tampa Bay wins. And I think Tom Brady puts up at least 300, 325 yards on him. I think they win easy because it's one of these things, right? And, and, and all the players at Tampa Bay, they know what's, they know they're going into a bus off. They know what they, they know where they're going. They know all the hoopla that's going. It's been going on all week. They're probably talking about it all throughout the media, you know. So they're going to rally for Tom Brady. They want Tom Brady to go in there and play well, you know, and that's just the way it goes. We're going to rally around our guy. A lot of them going to probably feel like he was treated, you know, he was mistreated on his exit. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this for you, bro. We got you. I guarantee you they're going to go in there and they're going to play almost as if all of them used to play for New England. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. I, I really believe that Tom Brady goes in well, goes in and play well. Um, I think the game is not going to be close. You know, um, I, I expect I expect to see a big smile on Tom Brady's face, especially after last week's loss. <laughs> you know, Reggie, Reggie Wayne, I'm looking at Ian Glendon. And there's a big smile on his face when you said that. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time. And we want to get you back on here to talk not about Tom Brady, but about your quest 
for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're a two-time finalist. We'd love to have you on here to talk about your quest for Kent. But thanks so much for the time and talking about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Thank you guys for having me. You got it. That was former wide receiver Reggie Wayne. And Ian, I know you probably share those thoughts that going into this weekend, it's going to be more about Tom Brady than it is about Tampa Bay and, um, and the Patriots. It's really on Tom Brady, and, and, and he should, I think, win unless something unforeseen happens. Yeah, you know, look, I, I, I don't think the Patriots are ready to win a game like this. Um, I think they still have some growth, uh, you know, at the quarterback position. It's, it's just part of the process, and, and Tom obviously coming into this high-profile situation, uh, primetime game. I think he's obviously far more equipped to deal with the pressure and the hoopla and everything like that. Plus, like everything Reggie said, I mean, those guys are going to rally around him, and and he's going to treat this game. It's going to hold a special place in his heart. But like Reggie said, he's going to want to hang quite a a bit on (laughs) this uh, Patriots defense. And I think he could. Enough that this game coincides with the release of a Seth Wickersham book mm-hmm. um, on the relationship with Brady, Belichick, Robert Kraft, essentially a look into the New England Patriots and how it's better to be feared. I think mm-hmm. that's actually the, the, the title of the book. With great insight into it. And, and essentially, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what Reggie said is true, that Brady wants to come back here and desperately mm-hmm. wants to win to demonstrate that, you know, I'm the guy. I, I'm the guy that, that got away from here, and uh, I'm still the quarterback that everyone has to beat. And I can beat Bill Belichick. I can beat this team. I, I think it's a real uh, a statement game for him. You know, I hate to say that because he doesn't have any statements to make. But for him, I, I really think he feels under pressure to prove something to somebody who's saying, oh, it's still Belichick, oh, it's a system, that sort of thing, that he's – feels really uh, under the gun here this weekend to demonstrate to New England Patriots. I I love the support I got from you, but I'm in a better place Mm -hmm. now. Well, technically, he hasn't beaten all 32 teams in the NFL, so he does have one more thing, one more hill to climb. But, uh, no, you know, he's a natural competitor. I mean, you you don't do what he does for as long as he he has done it without having this uh, ultra-competitive drive. So just like, you know, going back and facing a former coach or a former teammate or maybe – you know, your rival, we talk about Peyton Manning, you know, there was always that extra motivation, even for those guys that didn't need that extra motivation. It always happens on weeks like this. So I, I expect a lot of the same from him and add in the fact that they're coming off a loss and that <laughs> doesn't bode well for, like I said, a Patriots team that I think is going to be good. They're just not yeah. ready yet. And at this point, I always ask Ira about final thoughts. You have any for this week I, or this weekend? Kind of like Reggie's thoughts with the uh, Patriots Colts. I just want it to be over. I'm 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 done with the buildup. I'm I just want to see it. I want to see Tom get his uh, just uh, due. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see him break the record. But I want to see the Patriots win because hmm. at the bottom of my heart, I am still a Patriots fan, and uh, this will be the first time I'll root against Tom. But the real is the realist in me says the Bucks are probably going to win this game. Okay, well, I find it interesting that on the same weekend this going on, this is going on that Tom Brady goes back to Foxborough. Andy Reid, the Chiefs, Andy Reid, he's going back to Philadelphia. Mm. He's going back to Philadelphia. And no one knows he about may it. Not getting not so welcome <laughs> response from the fans. They're tough in Philadelphia and Cleveland. Cleveland's Kevin Stefanski. He's going back to Minneapolis, where he was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. Of course, both of those pale in comparison to what's going to happen in Foxborough. But apparently. Apparently, Ian, you can go home again. 
Anyway, that's going to do it. Hopefully, Ira will return to us next week, hopefully, to dissect that reunion. But in the meantime, I'm Clark Judge. I'm Ian Glendon. Yep. And you've been listening to the I Test for Two podcast, available on fullpressradio.com. We'll see you next week.